quick question for you. Hey, let me ask you something. Can I ask you a question? Can you dig it? Yes, guy. Can you dig it? Yes, guy. The man with the words you've been dying to hear. Yes, guy. This is the Yes Guy Show with Jim Taddy on TSN 1050. Can you dig it? Oh, yes, guy. Welcome to episode number 27. Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you coming up on the broadcast today. Mark Sacchino from Golf Talk Canada will stop by very shortly. Janet Dean, a sports artist with an interesting story out of Edmonton, will be by in segment number two at the bottom of the hour. Eddie O, Eddie Olchuk will stop by to talk about horse racing and uh, Perry's book with him and some hockey stuff. And then, of course, we close off with Yes Guy, No Guy. Perry, how are you this week, sir? Jim, I'm doing great. Do you have enough oxygen after using up an hour in the last hour? Yes, I've got the, the tank is full. I'm ready to go. So um, actually, they're different uh, energy sources. So all set to go. So let me remind everybody to stay safe in the water this summer. For all your marine safety needs, visit foxportyshop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your entire order. And if you're looking for an experienced real estate agent, Charles Park Managing Broker, Raymax West Realty Brokerage, has 26 award-winning years of real estate experience. So looking for the highest level of knowledge, experience, and service, put Charles Park in your corner. Visit charlespark.ca or call or text them at 647 647- 292-8886, servicing from Hamilton to Kingston, from Toronto to Muskoka. Charles Park will not be outworked by anybody. I think there's plenty of oxygen there, right? That was tremendous enunciation and pronunciation. Well, I'm awake now because I've already done an hour. The first hour is always uh, <laughs> it's, you, know, you feel yourself shifting into gear. Well, it's You're a great. Bi- you, you, you've become a big golf guy. I love watching golf on TV. Uh, that's why I'm excited to talk to Mark. This What's happened this year on the PGA Tour is just off the charts. We've got tremendous stories. We've got rivalries. It's 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 pretty good. Bryson and Brooks. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a, a piece of video like the one that was uh, there this week where just that um, uh, outward display of... Uh, animosity i mean i just you don't usually see that you don't see it but back when phil and tiger were doing it they didn't have uh twitter then but those two guys had a pretty good rivalry yeah let's bring in mark sakino from golf talk canada marco how are you today sir james i am good i am uh wondering where summer went uh here in toronto (laughs) (laughs) you had the heat on yesterday yeah, yeah, I got it on again today. Unbelievable, but uh, I'm good, guys. I, I hope you guys are good, too. Well, let's go for the uh, the low-hanging fruit here. Uh, Bryson and Brooks, is that uh, Phil Is that uh, Phil and Tiger from the past or, or worse? I, I think it's worse, and, and, I'm, and I'm curious about some things. I'm, I'm, the first thing I thought of when I watched it was, and you wonder why America can't win the Ryder Cup anymore. I mean... Is this team chemistry inside the U.S. dressing room? Are we getting a behind-the-curtain scene of, of what it's like? And, you know, you've got two very different guys here. You've got a guy that is, you know, says he'd rather play baseball. It's just golf. I don't practice. Very, in a way, many times very disrespectful to the game. And then you've got another guy who, who looks at the game completely different breaks it down into a mathematical equation, basically uh, is an island to himself on the way he views the sport so so scientifically. And I think these are just worlds colliding and two guys that just don't get along. And 
we're getting a peek at it. The one thing I found interesting, I don't know if you guys recall, a couple of weeks ago they announced, PGA Tour announced that they were going to have a $40 million uh, player pool for guys that basically moved the needle on social media, a bonus pool. And part of me goes, wow, so do these guys get paid for this? Because their social media numbers have just gone through completely through the roof. And, you know, are we going to start to see stuff like this orchestrated now that guys are making millions millions of dollars off of it? You know, like that, there's the rumor mill, the conspiracy theorists out there starting to suggest these type of things. Well, Mark, speaking of low-hanging fruit, we got to talk about Phil Mickelson. I'm a proud member of the Phil Mickelson fan club. What he did last week was like turning back the clock. What was it like for you watching it? I'm also a Phil fan, uh, always have been, and I think it was it was just tremendous. It, it was uh, it's there. It's right up there with Tiger Woods in 2019 and Jack Nicklaus in 1986. That's what when I watched it, it was watching that scene transpire on the 18th. I started thinking of, you know, those moments, those iconic moments. And I also started thinking about how it looked very much like Arnold Palmer winning the Open in the 60s and how he got swallowed up by the crowd. And, I mean, you just don't see stuff like that anymore in modern-day sports because of the world we live in and the security issues, et cetera, et cetera. And, I mean, it's just so rare. But, you know, Phil's a man of the people. He is, you know, he is to this generation the modern-day Arnold Palmer in in a way. And, to think of what he's been able to do in his 40s and now into his 50s, just absolutely incredible. He's going to turn 51 at the U.S. Open in a few weeks. Uh, and you heard in his post-round comments the amount of sacrifice and changes that he had to make to, to stay uh, relevant and to be able to, to, to have these types of achievements in, it, in his age, in his 50s. But he said, he said right there in his post-round comments, when you do something like this, it's all worth it. It's worth the diet change. It's worth the exercise. It's worth the dedication. Be curious to see how much longer you can keep it going. But it, it is one of the greatest moments we've seen in the sport and it, likely one of the best moments we're going to see all year in the world of sports. Uh, I, I mean, I absolutely loved it. When you talk about Bryson and all the changes he's trying to do <clears throat> from a mathematical point of view, and then you look at Phil, wearing sunglasses, chewing bubble gum. Like, what do you make of those two contrasts? You know, it's funny because at first glance, uh, they seem worlds apart, right? He's chewing gum, he's got shades on, and Bryson is, you know, turning it into a, a lab experiment. But when you take a closer look at it, they're not as far apart as you think. You know, Phil, you know, most of those guys – you know, are chewing gum. A lot of that gum is CBD gum. I don't know if Phil is chewing CBD gum. You'd have to be close to Phil to know that, but you could presume that he is chopping on that as long as uh, as many of the other guys are. Um, they are doing a, He's doing a ton of work behind the scenes with his GC quad, which is his, you know, his foresight machine to get spin rates and launch angles and numbers uh, in his training ses- sessions with his team. So at first glance, yeah, it looks more, you know, hey, here comes a guy from the cast of Top Gun 2 to come play the PGA Championship. But there's more behind the scenes of what you think. And Phil said uh, last week, just about the week before going into the PGA Championship, he had a breakthrough with his concentration. 
And he's been very open this year about not being able to keep his concentration for 18 holes and certainly not for four days. And he suggested I had a breakthrough. Now, what that breakthrough was, I'd love to know. But he felt that he came to kind of some type of uh, uh, turning point where all of a sudden he could focus and he was able to clear out the distractions. And in all the years we've been covering Phil, in the 30 years of his career, I don't recall a time ever seeing him in that much control and that calm for four days, especially in a major. It was unbelievable. And uh, now we're all going to be watching even more intently because U.S. Opens in June. Uh, That's the one he needs to complete the career Grand Slam. A few weeks ago, you would have heard all of us say, not a chance. He's got no chance. And now, after what we watched at the PGA Championship, I wonder how we feel about it. Certainly, we're not at no chance anymore. But what if he goes out and puts a good opening round on the board at Torrey Pines in a few weeks? I wonder what that chatter is going to be like. It could be really, really exciting. Uh, Marco, I want to go back to, to Bryson and uh, Brooks and, and, and throw in uh, Patrick Reed. I mean, it always seems to me that because, well, because everybody's younger now, uh, you know, there's there's people that are students of the game and there's others that maybe don't have the same kind of code in, in terms of respect of the game. We're always going to have that, though, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. And that's the one difference that Bryson, I think, has between those two guys. Once in a while, Bryson does say something that makes you scratch your head and go, where did that come from? But I think Bryson, his overall respect of the game and the history is is much greater than Kepka and Reed. Like, Reed and Kepka do some very insulting things to uh, in what they say and what they do. Um, where Bryson, it's more just a method of how he approaches the game, not not necessarily his attitude towards other players and, and the rules and things like that. But it's interesting, James, that you bring up that that name Reed because you want to talk. Here we go again about that dressing room, right? And I remember you, you and I used to talk about this all the time about you know how come this American team on paper that American team should win every time they play. Now that dressing room has Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, Brooks Kepka and, and Patrick Reed all in the same dressing room. I mean, it, it, it's got it's. We're not even close to the Ryder Cup. We're months away, and the, and, the, and the dressing room's splintered and it's broken. You need camaraderie in team events. You need support. You need chemistry when you put guys out together in pairs. And I'm looking very deep on where they're going to find it because right now they're going to have some very difficult decisions and some very awkward moments in the team room unless something could be done by Steve Stricker very quickly between now and then. And you're right. I think there's just there's a lot of youth uh, in the game now. These guys come from a different place. And the, I, want, I wonder, Jim, if the money has just changed things so much. Hmm. And, and that, will, you know, we're always going to be dealing with this, to your point. Mark, there's a funny thing looking at all these young guys who can bomb it off the tee, and yet something is happening this year in the PGA Tour where you got, you know, Steve Stricker, Stuart Sink, uh, Podrick Harrington, Phil. These old guys are suddenly starting to do something. Why do you think that's happening? I think it's a, a, a bunch of reasons, but the main thing I think I can point to is, is just science and technology. I mean, science and technology is allowing these guys – you only have to go back to the first week of February to see Tom Brady win the Super Bowl at 42. Now, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I get it. But, I mean, he treat, the way he has treated his body over his career, the way he's eaten, the way he's trained, 
because of the science and technology and information that they have now to prolong their careers is unbelievable. And I think you're seeing that in golf. You know, Phil spoke about how he fasts for 36 hours a week, changed his diet to the point where he even forgot he has arthritis anymore because he actually cured his arthritis through his diet. I mean, these guys live in the gym. Never mind the equipment that they now have access to where they're allowed to keep their distance up. You know, used to be back when you got into your mid-40s and stuff like that, you'd start to lose your distance and you wouldn't be able to hit the ball as far anymore because the the equipment was pretty barbaric. You're playing with a very, you know, small-headed 300cc driver or smaller, 280, depending on what year we're talking, uh, 43-inch steel shaft, the golf ball that was pretty one-dimensional. And it went pretty much as hard as you could swing it. If you couldn't generate the power on your own, you weren't hitting it anywhere. We'll go back to 1996 when Tiger first came out on tour. I mean, no one hit it even close as far as he did. Maybe maybe John Daly, a couple guys here or there, but I mean, they were the only guys hitting it 300 yards plus. Now everybody on their cousins hitting it over 300 yards, and that's science, fitness, technology, modern day equipment. And it's prolonged these guys' career to the point where, you know, 50s the new 40. And I'm not surprised that we have a major champion in their 50s. It doesn't surprise me. And it wouldn't surprise me if Mickelson won again on the PGA Tour. It really wouldn't. And if guys start winning more in their later 40s, it's just so competitive out there now. The young players are better, and they're more prepared. The older players are healthier and have more technology to prolong their career. I think those 125 cards that you have at the end of each season of the PGA Tour are more valuable and more difficult to get weekly than ever before. Mark, thanks very much. Really appreciate it. Have a great uh, week, guys, and uh, talk soon. Take care of both of you. See you, man. Uh, Golf Talk Canada airs at 10 a.m. on Monday morning on TSN 1050. Be heard outdoors with a Fox 40 electronic whistle, 100 decibels at the press of a button. Buy yours now at fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your order. If you're an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park, managing broker at REMAX West Realty Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call 647-292-8886 or email charles at remaxwest.net. This is Yes Guy at TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, the TSN and iHeart Radio apps, and Apple Music. Now back to The Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Yes, guy. Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you. Use a Fox 40 whistle to be heard outdoors while walking, hiking, biking, and more. Visit fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your order. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, you can contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, braleyadvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Next guest is sports artist Janet Dean. Janet, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I, I've been on your website. I've, I've checked this stuff out, and, and I mean, it's fantastic. Just take a, give us a brief description, and, and then, of course, pump where people can be, uh, you know, can buy some of this stuff. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so I've been a sports artist for quite a few years, as you know, and um, we created a, a product. I, I came up with a product called Personalize Me. So that's personalized with a Z, um, M-I-I dot com. And the idea behind it was to create a fan interactive um, product where you can actually upload your image of yourself, uh, a selfie or a family photo or, you know, any kind of photo. And you can put yourself in the locker room of your favorite NHL team. You can put yourself in um, different designs. You can, any team that's ever won the Stanley Cup, you can actually put yourself with the Stanley Cup. Um, so it's kind of a fun new product we've never seen anything out there like it so we're one of the first in the sports industry to actually offer something like this janet i did some research on you and saw the episode of dragon's den and i gotta admit i almost started crying when i saw how you how how much you put into that what was that experience like oh gee you know um when i think back of the dragon's den um i remember on my way there my my products broke and um so i had to stay up all night making sure that the crazy glue was going to keep my display together and um it was it was quite emotional you know getting on that on that stage and being in front of all all of those dragons and uh you know i was i was actually going to have a viewing party but then I remembered how the beginning of it started, and, and I thought, oh, gosh, are they going to make me look stupid because I cried? And so I canceled the viewing party, and in the end, it turned out to be, you know, a pretty good – I thought it was a very good show. And, um, you know, Jim, at the end, he was almost ready to do a deal. I wish he would have. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was tough. It was, it was very hard. You know, you put your heart and soul right there in front of everyone, and then, of course, you put it online on – TV for everyone, and then of course I find out that I'm on Netflix. <laughs> I'm going, oh no! So, um, and then people recognize you, and oh, I remember you from there. And but what people don't know is what happened afterwards. Um, and do you want me to tell you? Go ahead. Sure. Okay, let me tell you. Um, so, so after the show, um, I, I ended up getting reached out by by quite a few people from all across, you know, Canada, and uh, asking if they could be my dragon. And uh, in the end, I was going to go with somebody out of Calgary because it was close. I'm in Edmonton, and I, I met with him and his female partner. And what's really heartbreaking is we went through months and months of of pursuing a, a partnership. And at the seventh or eighth month, after all the momentum and, and all the excitement, he ended up canceling and um, deciding not to go ahead because I put him on, on, the, on the money. And uh, a month later, I called his female partner, and she told me that we decided a month in that we weren't going to do anything. And, and apparently, you know, he got his money back. We got our money back. And I said, what money? And she said, well, the money that I gave him to invest in you. So he used me to actually get money from his female partner. And, yeah, and that's what ended up happening. And, it, and so um, nobody knew that. So it was the first time I'm actually sharing it publicly. So it's kind of disheartening. That's just, but. Uh, well, and, you know, I think we can identify. Look, uh, you know, you're, you're, everything you're, you're doing is in the first person, and anybody who generates content understands that, and, and sales mm-hmm. and, and ownership gets, gets in. It's, it's a complicated thing to, to try and explain in, in a couple of minutes, yeah. but, I, but I know where your heart is on this. I, mm-hmm. I totally understand where you're coming <laughs> yeah. from. So, so I, mean, I mean, you're giving of yourself, and everybody else yeah. is just tacking on to make from what you've given. Uh, over the yes. 25 years, what have you learned? <laughs> Oh, you know, I, I've, I'm still learning. Um, so I've just learned to be more upfront and, um, and be, you know, just push people to be more upfront as well and put them on the, um, on the money and put them on the line. And, uh, you know, and I'm also, I don't, I'm not, uh, willing to just kind of stand by anymore and just let people try to take advantage or try to, 
um, you know, jump on my coattail when I'm when I'm doing things because uh, I've got a lot of really exciting things that I'm doing right now. And you know, you just got to be very careful. And it's it's years of experience. And I know I'm not the only one. There's so many entrepreneurs out there that go through the same thing. And I, I have to say, you have to follow your gut. And it sounds corny, but you have to follow your gut. And if your gut is telling you something, don't be afraid to walk away or question. And, and I wish I would have done that many times in the past. But, um, but now, of course, I've got this exciting, you know, new, new product line and, and it is licensed by the NHL and it's, it's very exciting. I'm, I'm really happy about this. Um, you know, the, the jerseys, my, my jerseys that I had on the, the Dragon's, Dragon's Den show, um, you know, I was fortunate to be able to do jerseys for, you know, the women's hockey, Team Canada hockey uh, Glenn Anderson, I did one for him. Um, you know, it's it's fun, and I'm not done. I've got so much more to do, so uh, it's exciting. And uh, you know, I appreciate you guys giving me this platform to to share who I am. And and I would love for people to to go to my website and have a look and see what I'm working on right now um, with PersonalizeMe.com. Well, Janet, you're an entrepreneur, but you're also living in Edmonton. I got to ask you, are you an Edmonton Oilers fan and is your heart broken? Oh, you know what? Okay, can I just be honest? I'm actually honest. a Vegas fan. I'm a Vegas fan. Oh. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Vegas fan, and, and but I'm a Vegas fan who is a fan of Austin Matthews. Now, does that sound as crazy as oh. can be? Um, my husband laughs at me all the time, and I'm, I'm, I'm an Austin Matthews fan. So uh, I have two pop figures, you know, those little pop uh, collectible figures. One of them is Bob Ross, and the other one is Austin Matthews. <laughs> so, um, you know, when you're, when you're an artist, like when you're a sports artist, like I've done artworks of Brent Seabrook, Ryan Getzlaff, um, Chris Verstig, Marion Hosa, you, you kind of um, appreciate so many different teams and players. And so I'm not really stuck on just one team. So I, I really appreciate different teams and I appreciate different players. And um, that's just kind of who I am. So, <laughs> but no, I'm, I, was, I was heartbroken, of course, being an Edmontonian and, and everyone around me. Um, my dad, who's a big fan, huge fan, um, you know, he was pretty heartbroken with them losing. So, no, it's, uh, it, it was pretty heartbreaking. I, I couldn't believe that they lost in four. Like, I, it just... Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking, and you know what's even more heartbreaking is uh, you know knowing that that some stores were going to pick up some of my little mini jerseys. I don't know if you saw those; they're little hand sculpted um, jerseys that you can put your own name and number on. And I had stores ready to pick them up that they were going to sell for Father's Day, and I got emails saying, "Yeah, you know, with the Oilers being out, we're not going to take them." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely heartbreaking. You, you could always put degree. next year on the back. Ha <laughs> 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 You know what? I All right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, somebody has to have a sense of humor somewhere. Uh, so do. just on the I way do. out, I mean, uh, uh, on the way out, tell us what you're working on now. And, and again, just pump the website because this stuff is really, um, I, I call it the, something that everybody would want to do because you can plug yourself into the art. Yes. Okay. Yes, for sure. So personalizeme.com. So personalize with a Z and then M-I-I. Now, what's really great is all your listeners, anybody out there who has um, a retail store and uh, they want to be able to put a product on there, we're print on demand 
and we can actually give them something without having to buy inventory, especially right now with so many people trying to raise dollars and, you know, grow their business. Um, if they want a licensed product, we can actually provide them with a licensed product without inventory. And what's so cool about this is um, the fans, put your jersey on, have fun, take your photo, instantly take that photo and upload it into our website. It's not one of those websites where you have to upload send it by email or wait a couple days while somebody puts it in the in the print for you you can instantly see yourself move yourself around make yourself big or small put a message you know happy father's day or whatever you can even put a wedding anniversary picture in there too it's so much fun and um, like i said no one right now in the entire sports world that we know of is doing this um, and using this technology and what we've put together is pretty fun and and during the pandemic and you know especially during a time where you can't actually get into locker rooms or um, you know really it's it's about fan engagement so that's what we tried to do with this and um, you know I'd w- I would encourage people to just go and just have a look and just see how much fun it is to do so um, yeah go to personalizeme.com. Janet thanks very much all the best. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure. Thank you. That's Janet Deem uh, out of Edmonton, sports artist. Go to our website. Check it out. It's uh, it's pretty high-end stuff. I like it. Uh, not high-end in terms of price, but in terms of look. Stay safe in the water this summer. For all your marine safety needs, visit fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your entire order. This segment was sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, braleyadvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Up next, Eddie O. This is Yes Guy, TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, the TSN and iHeartRadio apps, and Apple Music. You're listening to The Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Kincaid Construction's painting team knows paint like Canada knows hockey. Residential, commercial, Kincaid painters do it all. Paint it right, paint it the Kincaid way. Call 647-501-4233 to arrange a free consultation. So we've talked golf, we've talked art. Eventually we're going to talk horse racing and hockey with with Eddie O. I I like the artist and, and of course, I always like uh, Mark Zucchino stopping by. We enjoyed that. Uh, Let's bring in Eddie O now. Eddie, how are you today, sir? Hello, Jim. Hey, Perry. Nice to be with you. Hope you guys are well. We're, we're well. Thanks very much. Now, you know, the Preakness the is done, Belmont around the corner. At what point do you start forming your opinion on, on who's going to win the Belmont, and how many times would you change your mind? <laughs> <laughs> well, first we've got to find out who in the hell is running, so that, that certainly plays into it. We've got a little bit of an idea who's, you know, who's going to be going. You're going to have a couple of runners from the Derby. Looks like maybe one or two from the Preakness, and you're going to have some uh, fresh horses trying to go the – commanding distance of a mile and a half so it uh, looks like it's going to be a, uh, a a pretty healthy field maybe you know maybe upwards of 13 or 14 horses which would be pretty incredible but uh probably once we see the draw and we see what the weather is and see how the track is playing so i think the one thing that i've learned and i know i've had this discussion with perry before but you know, it, it's hard to, uh, I shouldn't say it's hard. You're asked to give your selections a couple of days out or whatever, but, you know, sometimes things change, whether the 
track is playing a certain way, meaning that speed is very good or speed is not very good. So there are a lot of things that go into it. So changing my mind, uh, I've been known to do that uh, a few times, but usually I get a pretty good feel in the middle of the week and usually go with my initial instinct. uh, You know, my first thought is the one I usually end up going with. But there are times when I do change and uh, it happened at the Preakness where I kind of thought the track was playing a certain way and I thought the speed would get out there and the horse that I like ended up uh, not really running at all. So you put yourself out there and you try to uh, you try to make a little money for people and make money for yourself, but uh, that's, uh, that's why they call it gambling. Well, Eddie, since you started uh, being part of the, the broadcast of the Triple Crown, there's been two Triple Crown sweeps. There's been one horse mm-hmm. disqualified for interference, another horse disqualified for a positive. Can you possibly expect any more drama? <laughs> well, you know, considering we were waiting forever, Perry, to, uh, to see if somebody could take down the Triple Crown and American Ferrer was able to do that, and I was lucky enough. That was my first year on being a, a part of our NBC coverage uh, for the Triple Crown, and uh, was you know one of the. I mean, like I saw it. I saw it being a part of the broadcast at the 2010 Olympics in Vancouver and the gold medal game between Canada and the U.S. on the men's side was the greatest sporting event that I had ever been to um, as a non-participant, obviously, you know, having played in the greatest league in the world for 16 years and being a very small part of a team that won a Stanley Cup with the Rangers in in, in 94, um, you know, I take that aside, but as far as a fan and as a broadcaster, that, I mean, that, that was unbelievable. Obviously, Sidney Crosby's golden goal and, you know, the Canadians were able to do it in front of their fans and in Vancouver, but uh once I got to Belmont in 2015 and to see the Triple Crown in person and see American Pharaoh do it and see the reaction of the 100,000 fans plus that were at Belmont that day, um, that was the greatest sporting event that I have ever been to. It was just, uh, it was just absolutely incredible. So I've been lucky, Perry, to have seen a little bit of everything here and, uh, uh, looking forward, hopefully, in the future to continue to be a part of the uh, the Triple Crown coverage in horse racing uh, with NBC moving forward. I mean, when you get to the Triple Crown, you're talking about everything's compressed. It's one race. It's two minutes. The buildup is fantastic. Uh, there's the, the stands are full, and people can actually yeah. win money. I mean, it's really it's really <laughs> in tight quarters, isn't it? Yeah, there's there's a lot that uh, that plays into it, and uh, I think considering. And I know uh, I know all of you up there are still you know still in in, in shutdown mode, and, and I'm hoping that you guys can get back to some sort of normalcy here sooner than later. But I know down here in the states, uh, you know, with the vaccine rollout and, and things opening up and getting people back at hockey games and people getting to the Derby and the Preakness and, and now the Belmont, um, there's. You know, there's a little pep in the step, right? Like, you, you, I guess it's the old adage, you don't appreciate something until it's gone. And, you know, we've all been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic to a certain extent. But you're right, Jim. It's uh, when you do have people in the buildings and you do have people at the racetrack and they're able to walk up to the window and get their feet wet and have a little action going on and their entertainment dollar is going there. Uh, there is a vibe in the building, and, and uh, I felt it at the hockey games I've been doing. I felt it, obviously, at the first two jewels of the Triple Crown, and um, it's, it's, always fun to, uh, it's always fun to be a part of. 
Lenny, I have to ask you, you're an award, you're in the Hockey Hall of Fame, the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame, you're an award-winning broadcaster, and you're also a best-selling author. Which of those three <laughs> means the most to you? And understand, you can pump the books now, okay? Yeah, well, considering, you know, you you, uh, you allowed me to use some crayons uh, while you were helping me write that book, Terry, I think... If 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 if, if I, I guess you know what Jim I guess if I want this interview to end right now I can always say it's not Terry and myself with yeah. the book so I guess I could oh, go oh no to that it'll direction. actually go longer <laughs> <laughs> it'll go longer Eddie if you do that yeah. careful my yeah. mother's listening um, <laughs> I, I still I still have uh, I still have people uh, you know wanting to know if there are crayons that do come with our book Terry so I'm not sure really how to take that or not but. At the end of the day, I'm very proud of uh, the job that uh, that we did together. And, uh, you know, speaking of award-winning, I mean, I, I know you needed to build an addition uh, at the uh, at the household there with with all the uh, awards that you've won with your uh, with your fine work in the in the newspaper business back in the day, and obviously all the many books you've been writing. So I, I will say that uh, I've been lucky, but. Not nowhere to the extent of uh, of being a uh, you know being a part of the of the book with Barry. The silence is deafening. Unbelievable! <laughs> I'm there's no everybody's locked in. They can't applaud. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, I'm going to ask you about your love for the Winnipeg Jets. They're now on to the next round. There's yeah. a possibility they could go deep. So. If they yeah. do get all the way to the Stanley Cup and they win it, will you do your speech again? <laughs> uh, that I'm not sure. It'll probably be a new speech that will uh, that will take over. Uh, you know, my verbiage back in uh, in '96. Uh, but look at uh, look at they. Um, the, the biggest question mark I had on them, Perry, uh, on the Jets this season and going into the playoffs was, was the back end, right? Like, I mean, you think about the massive change that has gone on with the Winnipeg Jets defense over the course of the last couple of years. And, you know, I mean, once Dustin Bufflin decided to retire, that really, really put him in a bad spot. And, and I think it, it reared its head last year and then this year at times. And look at, you know, they went up against a team in Edmonton and, and just shut down for the most part. They shut down, you know, two of the most dangerous players in the National Hockey League, and a lot of that is team concept. I think you got to give you got to give Paul Maurice and his staff a lot of credit. I think you got to give the players a lot of credit. And, and let's not forget, in my opinion, the uh, the second best goaltender in the world, and Connor Hellebuck. He did a Hellebuck of a job there against the Edmonton Oilers. And um, look at I, again. To me, the question mark was is. You know, could their defense uh, withstand, you know, the playoff hockey? And look at in that first round, look at, yeah, it was a battle and there were some overtime games and, you know, they got some fortunate bounces, but they deserve everything that they got coming to them. And for Winnipeg, I couldn't be happier for, for the organization and for the great fans of Winnipeg. And, uh, hey, they, they did what they needed to do. And, and look at just on the other side of that with Edmonton, now this is two years in a row where they've, They've gone by the wayside here. I mean, last year uh, I called the series between Edmonton and Chicago, and obviously the bubble was what it was. Some players really excelled. Some players, you know, just did not. Some teams really enjoyed it, you know, for the for, for what it was. And there were other teams that just, you know, they, they just they couldn't get it together. And look at last year, Edmonton could not check their hat in the playoffs against the Blackhawks, and the Blackhawks had their way with them. 
I give Dave Tippett credit this year. I mean, they they really play. They check really well this year. And when you're checking well, and you got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, you're going to be on the right side of the number a lot of the times. And they were. And Mike Smith had a terrific season. But when it came playoff hockey, uh, you talk about underachieving. Um, I don't think there's any way any way around it. I mean, they they missed an opportunity against a team like the Winnipeg Jets, and Winnipeg just found a way to. I'll defend them and, uh, and and move on in the next round. So it'll be interesting to see what takes place in Edmonton in the off season because uh, so far they haven't been able to take the next step with uh, two of the best players that we have in the league. Eddie, I like your take on there's been some incidents in the playoffs so far, and, and, you know, there always are, but it just seems to be there's more than we normally get. Suter on Friday night driven into the net looked like a pretty horrendous hit. He was able to continue on, but there are more, there, there seem to be more. What's your take on what you're watching? Uh, I mean, I look at I, I, I love the nastiness, Jim. I, I love the dislike. I, I love the intensity. I, I I think that's something that has has gone from our game in the regular season for sure. I mean, everybody knows everybody now. Everybody, you know, I, you know, for the most part, everybody knows everybody. It's, you know, it's not as much for Keith as it used to be, and and that's just like I guess that's just the way that it is. But I don't mind the, you know, the nastiness come playoff time. I don't. I th- I think it just I think it makes our game what it is come playoff time. And look, when a guy crosses the line. Whether it was Sam Bennett early in the playoffs against you know playing for Florida against Tampa or or Josh Archibald in, in, in Edmonton is you know when you do something that is selfish and, and uh, not very smart you're going to have to pay a price right and look at it and the biggest one obviously is Nazem Kadri and you know I thought that was a real interesting you know situation there where you know he was going to commit the hit and then Justin Falk went and took the shot and you know, kind of opened himself up and, and, you know, look at that's just one of those things where, you know, could you bypass that play and not make that decision? Yeah. And he's got a track record. So the league decided to, you know, to, to, to knock him and, and knock him, you know, pretty solid in, in the playoffs when you think about it. So look at, I don't like to see guys cross the line. It's going to happen because in this emotional time and don't want to ever see anybody get hurt like Justin Falk did and, you know, and, and other players in those situations. But, um, sometimes emotions get the best of you, Jim, as you know, and uh, the teams that play with that discipline and can play on the line and, and, and uh, sometimes over it and not get penalized are the teams that, uh, you know, can, can separate themselves. And, and I don't care what anybody says. Intimidation is still going to always be a part of sports. I don't care if it's a pitcher trying to get to the inner half of the plate and knock batters down because they think it's their plate. I mean, when you get pitchers that have the courage to go inside and sometimes they're going to drill somebody, well, that's just the way it is. That plate is as much mine as it is yours, and it's no different in hockey. It's like, look at you got to draw a line in the sand every once in a while, and uh, but you got to be smart. Like I go back to the Sam Bennett play and the Archibald play in those series. I mean, you think about it. Game one, Tampa, Florida. Blake Coleman takes a run at, at Sasha Barkoff. Tampa's, uh, Florida's got the lead at home. They got a one-goal lead, 4-3, with about 10 or 11 minutes left to go in the game. Bennett jumps on the ice. He sees Blake Coleman. He decides to drill him from behind. He takes a, a five-minute penalty or whatever it was, and Tampa scores, and then they score four minutes later, and they win the game. Archibald, 4-2 game. You know, he upends, uh, I think it was Logan Stanley at the blue line. Bad penalty, selfish penalty. What happened? Winnipeg scores, they score 18 seconds later, and what do they do? They win in multiple overtime. So, 
you know, look, it's not a time to get even, but certainly it's, it's, it's a time to take a deep breath and go, okay, I'm going to continue to play hard. I'm going to play whistle to whistle. Um, but long-winded, look, I, I like the nastiness. I, I like when it's like this because I don't think we see it as much as we used to, and we see which teams are able to play with discipline. And uh, so far in those two, well, I guess those three examples, obviously with Kadri getting suspended for eight games, you got guys that cross the line in, in two of those situations. I don't know if it cost the teams the series, but it certainly cost the teams those games with those players taking those penalties. Eddie, really appreciate you cutting us in. You're in a busy time right now, so thank you very much. Okay, Jim. Well, when Perry asked me, uh, you know, he, he gave me the time, and I go, well, you know, that is about to be the early double at, at Belmont today. So <laughs> I had to handicap very What a early. degenerate. It, it, well, uh, I, I, think that, I think that with the utmost uh, uh, respect is, is you call me a broken-down horse player. But anything for you guys? Thanks a lot, Eddie. Be well. Okay, guys. Kid K Construction's painting team makes it look easy. They bring skill, attention to detail, and professional know-how to every project. Paint it right. Paint it the Kincaid way. Call 647-501-4233 to arrange a free consultation. In fact, Kincaid Construction's painting team paints everywhere. They travel the GTA and beyond. Kincaid painters do it all. Paint it right. Paint it the Kincaid way. Call 647-501-4233 to arrange a free consultation. This is Yes Guy, TSN 1050. Now back to the Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Kincaid Construction's painting team knows the value of quality workmanship. Make your walls and ceilings fresh again. Paint it right. Paint it the Kincaid way. Call 647-501-4233 to arrange for a free consultation. Yes Guy, No Guy is sponsored by Dean Romani, TMG, SafeBridge, Mortgage Solutions. Homeowners are first-time buyers. Talk to Dean Romani. He specializes in mortgage financing for purchases, refinances, renewals, home equity line of credit, and private lending. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean or visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Yes, guy. No guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the officially sanctioned Yes Guy radio show edition of Yes Guy, No Guy. Go ahead, sir. Very quickly, our man Foxy wants to give a special shout-out to Jerome Zwicker and Ralph Lean, who are listening. They're avid listeners. Having said that, my yes guy, no guy, is having heard Janet Dean, do you now think that anything is possible if you really have passion and heart? I've always believed that. That's what makes the world spin, my friend. Why? So yes guy, absent emphatic, yes guy. Ready for this? Nice. Yeah, go ahead, man. Yes guy, no guy, Rock lefty is replaced. Okay, guy, quit, inter- quit interrupting. <laughs> yes guy, no guy, lefty is taking Tiger's place in the PGA Tour. No, guy. There will never be another Tiger, but what Phil is doing is fantastic. It's just, it's incredible to see a 50-year-old do something like that. Uh, I'm 60. I don't think I'll ever be able to do something like that. Uh, not, not even a question here. Go ahead, sir. Come on, guy. Go ahead, sir. All right. We didn't mention that Eddie O is going to be doing something for TNT. They have also hired Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky will be okay in his role as a TV analyst. Um, yes, guy. He'll be better than okay. He'll be good because they'll set it up properly. I think people are expecting he's going to run with the ball. I'm, I'm sure they're going to uh, present this so that uh, he is directed properly with either a host beside him or whatever. But he's got. Uh, you want to hear what he has to say about things because he's, 
excelled, like he set the standard for, for everything in hockey. And so I, I think you want to hear what he has to say. Before we move on, Yes Guy, No Guy, sponsored by Dean Romani, TMG, SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Homeowners are first-time buyers. Talk to Dean Romani. He specializes in mortgage financing for purchases, refinances, renewals, home equity line of credit, and private lending. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact him on Twitter at MTGDean or visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call at 416-885-1761. This is a real quick one. Yes Guy, No Guy, you feel weird watching American sports with a lot of fans. Yes, it feels weird, Yes Guy, because uh, we're not at that stage right now, but we will be hopefully by the fall. And that'll be something that's going to be great for sports fans everywhere. Yeah, we look forward to that. Just a programming note. Next week on Saturday, we're on at 2, and on Sunday, we're on at 8 a.m. Thanks for stopping by. Hope you enjoyed episode 27 of Yes Guy. Yes Guy!